illegal participation on the defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot remains first down. This had better be a big play after all of that. Second down at eight, four and a half to go in the half, six nothing Beavers. Jonathan from the right hash from the zone 25, goes back to throw, and throws the out, and it's caught, and it's going to be a big play! Chad Johnson down the left sideline, nobody will catch Chad, and it's a touchdown 75 yards for the Beavers! This is the moment, and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half from the right hash. Simon's in the handoff, can't cut to the left, first down and more, 30, 25, 20, Simonton on his way, 10, into the end zone, touchdown Beavers, and the streak is going to end here tonight. The snap on target to Nick. he gets a much better punt away here, Sammy Strotter back to his 30 yard line, starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam, 45 midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heiner Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heiner Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host and the big bald guy behind the grill, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me as always from Twin Pines Vineyards and Airbnb, the director of thermodynamic lipid immersion, my co-host and brother, the Beach. Beach, how are you doing on this fine August evening? Doing wonderful, Billy. Been working on the vineyard all weekend. It's uh, it's it's looking pretty good. I think I'm going to have maybe double, if not triple, the amount of grapes I had last year. Oh, nice, nice. But since I since I didn't have crap last year, it's not really hard to beat. But uh, anyway, uh, I was out there mowing and trimming and and uh, doing a, an early count. Looks like I probably should have somewhere around maybe a ton and a half to two ton, nice. if I'm lucky, of grapes. Yeah, since last year I only had about 600 pounds. That's not too bad. Nice, 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 nice. And now do you already have them pre-sold? Uh, yeah, sell them to uh, a, a local winemaker here uh, called Fox Farm Winery. Okay. So Now, is he is he going to so, use it in a blend or? Uh, last year he used it in a blend. We will see if I have enough grapes this year where I can have my own batch. So oh, we'll, nice. we'll see how that turns out. So are you going to told- have like your own Twin Pines wine? You know, I don't know how he's going to label it. We haven't discussed that yet. So, cool. But uh, but it was a rough year. They had uh, we had a pretty bad frost late in the season. Yeah, we did. Which uh, didn't help. Yeah, didn't help the grape harvest this year out here in Dundee. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, looks like uh, looks like uh, I will only be losing a little bit of money on my vineyard this year, as opposed to a lot of money on my well, vineyard. That's <laughs> so, good. Good old Farmer Beach. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, mm. Maybe maybe this will get me to the point where I can join FarmersOnly.com. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, the purpose of illegal participation is for us to talk beaver sports, tailgating, and anything else we find interesting every week. We haven't recorded beach since frickin' December. We suck. 
we suck. You know, we didn't even do baseball. I know. Um, you know, when I think I only made it out to one baseball game. I, and yeah, I, it's, I, it's, it, and we, I, and we can't even blame COVID on it, you know? Well, well, we can in kind of a backhanded way because I know we are short, so short staffed where I work that I'm working all the time. I know you are busier than I'll get out at work. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like so, a, um, it's like the rapture happened and wiped out half the population. Yeah. No. So it's unfortunately just, we're stuck here. Stuck here working. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so we're going to try and get podcasts out every week, um, at least during football season, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm, I'm I think we can make this work. I, I think I can too, but you know, We'll, we'll, we'll try to get them out on Tuesday mornings. So we'll see how it goes. I want to remind everyone, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, our radio, and pretty much any other podcatcher out there. If you want to get in touch with us, HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com. Follow me at HeinrichTailgator on Twitter, and you can also follow HeinrichTailgator on Facebook. Wow. And so many places, so many places, so many places. And we have no email this week. So we'll go right into so our, we, we, so we, we haven't had a podcast since December and from December until mid, mid August, we have not had a single email. No, no, no listener emails. God, it's disappointing. I'll check again right now, but I don't think so. So, I mean, I thought we were up to like five or six listeners now. And I, I mean, you'd think one of them could send us an email. Well, technically hey, just, Checking in, making sure you're still alive and breathing, you know. Technically, so there's been a couple babies born over the past number of weeks. So if they're with their parents that are listening, technically, we have gained additional listeners. So we could be up to like eight. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, Beach, this is kind of a preseason. There is a little bit of sports starting. Mm -hmm. Um, First, you never know what's going on. Well, we, I'm so lost. <laughs> I know you are. You act like, oh, I don't even know what's going on lately. You never well, you know what's even, going on. We didn't even recap the freaking baseball season. We haven't talked to um, basketball. We haven't we haven't talked about anything. We just ended it in December and we just call it good. And then suddenly we're miraculously in a football season again. Well, basketball season sucked. Women's okay. basketball was okay. Baseball okay. was great, but they lost in the elimination game of the Super Regionals. But we hosted the Super Regionals. Yep. Uh, the, the softball team went to uh, Oklahoma City for the Women's College World Series. How far did they go? Um, I think they were two in barbecue. Ugh. I don't know. I can't remember. That was May. It was May. Yeah. Uh, I remember. Yeah. All right, man. So we do have a little bit of sports starting up. First up is women's volleyball. My favorite sport. However, we seem to always lack uh, – the ability to win in that sport. <laughs> so, Beach, the Beavs will open up their seventh season under head coach Mark Barnard um, when they open up at the Rose City Showdown in Portland, August 26th and 27th. The I, hope season... they, I hope they don't drive because they'll lose their cars. Yeah, no doubt. The season <laughs> opener comes against Long Beach State on the campus of Portland State. So, yeah, you're right down there in it. Oh, God. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. Nope. The Bees also take on the Vikings during their short trek north. Then their first trip out of state comes September 2nd, 3rd, when they take on Alabama, Central Arkansas, and host Houston in the Flo Hyman Collegiate Club. 
Now, do you remember Flo Hyman? Flo, I do. I was just going to say Flo Hyman. Didn't she die from a, 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 a enlarged heart or something while she was playing? I believe so. Yeah, she was a uh, women's volleyball uh, Olympian. player, Olympian on the 1984 U.S. team. Yeah. And I just, uh, I just remember I mean, watching you know, her. She was great. Oh, she was fantastic. She dominated that in 1984. Yep, and died, died awful young. So, But anyway, so that's what they'll be. And then the Beavs home opener comes September 9th and 10th when they're hosting the ASICS Invitational. And the Beavs are set to take on Utah State, Portland, and North Texas in the two-day two day tournament. They then open conference play September 21st when the Beavs host Oregon at Gill Coliseum. And that match will air live on the Pac-12 Network. Oh, we we need to talk about Pac-12. Oh, we will. No, okay, just checking. Yep. <laughs> Next up, Beavs is women's soccer. Oh, women's soccer. It's been a long time, and I've been single a long time. Anyway, what do we got on women's soccer? Well, Beach, in their opener, Oregon State kept knocking, but uh, ended up in a one-one tie with Eastern with the Eastern Washington Eagles in Corvallis at Parlorin's Field. Can't have winners or losers. Got to yep. end in a tie. But after struggling to find the net in that opener, um, they didn't have this neck, the same issue in their next game on Sunday as they chalked up a 4-1 to one win over Wyoming. McKenna Martinez, yep. McKenna Martinez led a high-powered Oregon State offense with a pair of goals to dictate the tempo. And after it was all said and done, the Beavs outshot the Cowgirls by a 21-7 margin. All right, a beach up next for the bees. Siblings. Siblings. <laughs> up next for the beach is a first road swing of the season where they will face Fresno state and Pacific this upcoming weekend. Thursday's match with Fresno state is slated for 7 PM. Uh, Pacific up in Seattle. No Pacific uh, down in uh, Stockton. Ooh, okay. Again, not a place you want to drive to. Okay. Nope. Cool. Well, Beach, uh, men's soccer. Fresno, just, I was going to say Stockton, Fresno, Portland. All yeah. really high crime areas as far as I can tell. Yeah. Okay. So, Beach, uh, next up is men's soccer. Um, they enter the 2022 season, picked to finish first in the Pac-12 coaches poll for the first time in program history. Fantastic. How many, how many players did we lose last year? Uh, they lost a couple, but they're still picked to finish first. Now, the Beavs share the top spot in the rankings with Washington, as both sides are tied with 21 points. But Oregon State did receive two of the five available first-place votes. Washington got one. UCLA got the other two. Hmm. But obviously more teams picked Washington and Oregon to finish first or second. Oregon State. Oh, yeah, Oregon State and Washington. Oh, my God. What the hell's wrong with you? Sorry. drunk? A little bit, actually. Um, last year, if you remember, Beach, Oregon State had the best program in school history, winning its first ever Pac-12 title on its way to the number one seed in the NCAA tournament and an appearance in the quarterfinals. Now, the Beavs are ranked fifth in the United Soccer Coaches poll heading into the 2022 campaign, and they actually host uh, hosted Corbin in an exhibition last week. You, you know, I'm really excited for him if I gave a damn about boys soccer. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. There's a, a new movie coming out with Ryan Reynolds. It's like a documentary. I think he bought a soccer team. Yeah, he's bought a bunch of stuff. But uh, and, and first, I lost a lot of respect for him, and then I realized he's Canadian, so I realized I don't have any respect for him. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. 
I'm sure he's made a couple of bucks. He probably struggles to find stuff to spend his money on. Probably. I mean, of course, buying a soccer team would not be my first choice or mm. my 158th choice or 10,962nd choice. But anyway, to each their own. Yeah. Anyway, hey, Billy. Yeah, Beach. Do you hear that? I do. Son of a gun. You better I knock, can't wait to see if it still works. You better knock the, blow the cobwebs off it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was watching Argo tonight, and they had a teletype that you know was set in 1980, and they had a teletype as far as the same model that I got here. Really? So hold on here. Yep, yep, it looked it looked identical. Um, all that. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good tear, Billy. Yes, B. Thank you. I gripped it and ripped it. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> this just in. Michael Schill, U of O president, announced his departure for Northwestern University. It only took him seven years to realize that U of O and its hometown of Eugene, Oregon, are shitholes. This has been your Heiner Tailgater <laughs> update to Eugene. <laughs> wow, that was, that was quick and to the point. I tell you what, you those, know, those I, news guys, they're just, just fact, 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 boom. <laughs> there we go. We're getting through it. Yeah, I uh, I heard he was tiring, tired of uh, trying to get homeless to to uh, get out of his car every morning. So, yeah, and then walking and then walking in human feces down there. So, anyway, yeah. So I think Northwest is probably a good place for him. You know, probably. But yeah, I mean, I think they're going to struggle. I mean, this is why their wages have to be so damn high down in University of Oregon because the wheels go there. (laughs) Pretty much. Well, Beach, we have no games to speak about this week, obviously, because games don't even start till next week. Although, we have no picks? Well, we have no picks this week, no, because there's no there's no Pac-12 games. Although the first uh, the first games are this week. Oh, who do we got playing? Um, let me go back to. I know the first games are Nebraska is playing. I think Northwestern, isn't it? Nebraska is playing Northwestern at 9:30 on Fox. Go Big Red. Yeah, but they're Go playing. They're they're playing in Dublin. Really? Yeah. Is that yep. a thing? Yeah, they're playing a game over huh. there. Yeah, across the pond. Who knew? Yeah, so there's a few games, but That's there's fair. no no Pac-12 games on Saturday. That's got to set. That's got to set them back a couple of bucks. Yeah, probably, but you know, it's there's a there basically the there's a game Austin P and Western Kentucky play at nine, and then Nebraska Northwestern at nine thirty on Fox. So it's kind of the first big game. Hey, on a side note, did you hear today or it was yesterday that the Trailblazers announced that they were no longer gonna uh, carry their their play by play broadcasters with them uh, I, on the plane? I did hear that. That so they're they, going to have to do. They're going to be watching it on TV, giving you the play-by-play. I think that's horrible. I, I I'm like when I heard this, and and they they gave some gobbledygook answer on why they did it, but essentially it's just a cost cost cutting measure. But I'm like, and so supposedly they're supposed to watch television and do a play-by-play. But can you really get that good of visibility on a a, a single camera? 
option, you know? Exactly. And you you can't see everything that's going on. No. You can't feel the Um, energy of the crowd. uh, You know, it's like when you're listening to Parker and he has to explain to you what went on, what, what, you know, what, what issue might've happened. What he's seen. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and they do the same thing on the best. I'm just, I'm thinking, you know, here they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. They're paying their players fantastic amounts of money and they can't take their radio personalities with them on the airplane to, well, to do the my, my play th- play. Well, and my thing is they charter a plane. Yeah. So that's what I said. It doesn't really cost them any more money when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the plane, all it would be would probably be food and, and lodging. And I just think the incremental cost of that is minuscule compared to, I, it doesn't make any sense. No, it's it's really really weird. Yeah, that's just kind of so, pathetic. But yeah, well, Beach. Well, so the first games are this week for college football, but um, like I said, no no Pac-12 games. But the preseason polls have come out. Ooh, early polls. Early that polls. That happens to me all the time. Yeah. As long as it's not early pull outs. Let's see here. No, you never pull out. Just like Afghanistan, you should never pull out. Yeah, well. Okay, so in the AP poll, Beach, for the Pac 12, Utah comes in ranked highest at number seven, Oregon at 11. Utah's ahead of Oregon. Yes. Oregon's got a new coach. Okay. Yeah. And then USC at 14. And then UCLA is in the others receiving votes category. Where, where did Cristobal go again? Uh, he went down to Miami. Okay. We, they've lost uh, two coaches to, to the state of Florida. You keep hiring coaches from the state of Florida. That might be what happens. Yeah. So, hmm. and, all right, in the USA Today coaches poll, Utah is in at number eight. I wonder who they have ahead of them. Oh, Michigan. They have Michigan up higher. Okay. Utah at 8. Oregon at 12. USC at 15. And UCLA is in the other votes, other in the others receiving votes category. Oh, wait a minute. There's another Pac-12 team. Oh, who's that? Oregon State is in the others receiving votes category. And there we go. They got two. Two. Two votes. It's just good to have a little bit of recognition before the season. Absolutely. So, anyways, especially when especially when Oregon's going to crash and burn. Yeah, we'll see. Oregon they open up next week um, at that game in Georgia against a Georgia. Hmm. So that'll be a big game. That's at twelve thirty. We'll be watching that uh, um, at the tailgater. We'll be watching that at the tailgater. Yeah. We'll pretty much be watching every game at the tailgater because we don't play until 7.30 at night. Yeah, they've got a tough schedule. They open up at Georgia and then home versus Eastern Washington and then home versus BYU. Mm. So not not an easy one. Not no. an easy one. But anyways. So where did they get their new coach? Um, Dan Lanning. He's actually was, I believe, he, let me double check here. He is from... Georgia, and I think he was the defensive coordinator. Hmm. 
So he's the head coach at Oregon. And he had been the defensive coordinator and outside linebackers coach for Georgia the last three seasons. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting pick. So and I don't think he's ever been a head coach before. It's kind of an interesting pick. Yeah. So a uh, younger guy, how old is he? He is 36. Hmm. So, but we'll see. See how he does. Yeah. Hopefully he does shitty. <laughs> I won't lie. I hate Oregon. No, no. I hope they crash and burn. Yep. All right, Beach. And uh, this is going to be a bit of a shorter show because we are moving right along here. It is now time for the Tommy Tuberville. What's he think I look like? A jackass? You sure do. <laughs> jackass of the Week Award. Every week, we like to discuss a person or entity in college football who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. And this week, Beej, it's going to, well, we're going to give it to a whole mess of, uh, a mess of entities. Okay. First up, we're giving it to USC and UCLA. Damn right. It's no good sense of bitches. Yeah. So uh, every, every, that, Billy? everyone probably knows a month and a half ago, it was announced that USC and UCLA taking everyone by surprise. I, I heard it wasn't too much of a surprise. Well, it, nobody really it, they it, a little bit beforehand, but still mm-hmm. people didn't know it was going on until right before it was announced. USC and UCLA are leaving the Pac-12, a league they've been in since its inception, to go to the Big Ten. And were they courted? The big, were they courted by the Big Ten? What, uh, see, that's another thing. We're also going to give one, kind of an honorable mention this week, to the Big Ten itself. Because I don't remember, Beach. if you remember, you probably don't remember, last summer, so summer 2021, mm-hmm. the SEC, kind of out of nowhere, said that they were going to pick up Texas and Oklahoma from the Big 12 and bring them into the SEC come 2025. Mm-hmm. And it kind of shook college sports, especially college football, kind of to its foundations. And not long afterwards, the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12 came out and said they kind of signed a non-aggression pact, Mm -hmm. saying we're not going to go after each other's teams. If we're going to expand, we're going to expand with other teams. We're going to try to work together and see how this thing works. We're basically signed a non-aggression pact. So then Mm -hmm. this summer they turn around and basically sign up USC and UCLA. So I guess they didn't go after them. USC and UCLA came to them. Did they just feel like the Pac-12 wasn't taking care of them or they weren't getting the amount of money they deserved out of the Pac-12? Well, the Pac-12 has had a lot of mismanagement for a while. Um, if you look at who's drawing the big bucks, it's the Big Ten and the SEC. And the Big Ten this summer was negotiating their media rights. Mm-hmm. And because of all of the markets the Big Ten's already in, by adding the L.A. market, they could re- drive even an even higher dollar amount for what they're looking okay. for. So, I mean, 
it kind of I understand the money side of things. USC and UCLA also felt that the way the Big 12 had been handled and, I mean, the Pac-12, and just the Pac-12 itself. I mean, you know, Washington State, Oregon State, they don't drive a lot of eyeballs. No, let's, no. Let's, let's face it, it right? It's, it's but, USC, it's probably UCLA, it's Oregon. And Washington. And, yeah. I mean, those are the big ones. Although I would say Arizona State in in Phoenix drives a lot, because that's and maybe what, Stanford. Well, but Stanford, it's a private school, mm-hmm. and I mean, do you think Northwestern drives a lot of eyeballs in the Big Ten? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, I. It's a private school, so a lot of people from outside the Bay area go there. I mean, maybe Cal does, but I mean, that's part of the thing is the big 10 wants to quote unquote, get the LA market. How many yeah, people, huge. but how many people in the LA market actually watch USC and UCLA? I would still say a lot of them. Billy. They, they, they do. They if they're winning, from, they do. If they're they, winning. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's the same true with the Yankees and the Cowboys. Yeah. But I'm just saying, but the problem with like the Cowboys is you've got Cowboys fans everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't see USC and UCLA. I think who's ever in the LA market, they're going to watch. I don't know. I just don't see that being as much of a home market as say um, Texas with Texas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, or Ohio with Ohio state, Michigan and Michigan state Mm -hmm. in Michigan and picking up the, the Ohio state. Yeah. But anyways, so I didn't, we'll, they just, didn't they just patent the? Yeah, they did. Well, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they registered it. So, anyways, so I would give an honorable mention to the Big Ten because that's kind of dirty pool in my book. But the yeah, thing I would that agree. And, I'm just, and there's part of me that I understand with with USC and UCLA. Part of it is UCLA wanted to do it because they're in major major debt with their um, athletic department. And this really? is a, and this is a way to pull them out because they're going to be making tens of millions of dollars more with this Big Ten deal. How did they go under that much debt? They just are. They're spending way more money than they bring in. Huh. I don't know if you if you watch much um, UCLA games, but they don't have the greatest. They don't sell a hell of a lot of tickets. Mm-hmm. You, you know, unless they're winning, the Rose Bowl's not filled. Poly Pavilion's not filled. Yeah, they're just they're in they're in. I, I guess you well, and and I I mean and maybe it's just the case with the LA market. There's so many other things to um, do um, attract you. Yeah, yeah. Why I would agree. you want to go and sit in the middle of a Rose Bowl that doesn't even have a cover over in the freaking hottest area of the, of the country? Well, and a football day in LA does not like a foot does not look like a football day in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You go to That's Nebraska and there's football on everything closes down and people are watching football. Everybody, yeah. you know, same with Ohio and people watching Ohio state games, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen in LA. There's still a lot of football fans, but it's not like this. It's not the same kind of culture. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing that really bothers me about this is a couple years ago, and I'm not sure who the third party was, but a third party came to the Pac-12 and wanted to buy interest in the Pac-12 and the Pac-12 network to basically buy 
by an interest in the Pac-12. And it was agreed upon by 10 of the 12 Pac-12 commissioners. And they needed unanimous approval. Two did not. Wow. Wow. Guess which two? Uh, USC and UCLA. Correct. Correct. And so that stalled that deal out. So they caused their they they kind of caused their own problem. Possibly, but it's just it's just I. The other problem with this beach is you've got USC and UCLA. So this is great for football, right? Because mm-hmm. they charter their planes to fly back there. They you know football has charter planes because you're flying so many people. Think yeah, about yeah. every other sport now. Well, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking, what the hell is this going to cost them in terms of travel expenses and time? Yeah, because you're not going to be able to do, you know, I mean, you're you're looking at possibly longer stays. Oh yeah. You well, know? and now think of like um, think of like their baseball teams. You're playing yeah. every game in cold weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got you've you know, you're playing every game. Or early in the season in cold weather. You're, you, you think about softball. USC doesn't have a softball team, so every away game, UCLA is having to fly probably what at least fifteen hundred, two thousand miles. What, what's what's the nearest game? Nebraska. Wow. Yeah. That's their nearest game. So it's just I I don't understand it. And and then now they're going to fly all the way to Maryland, and to New Jersey. Well, for for league games, potentially all the money they're going to make, they're going to lose. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I think it's short-sighted and I, this kind of goes into a bigger thing, Beach. And, and I, we, and I talked about this earlier, my whole fandom for college athletics in general Mm -hmm. and specifically football is really starting to wane. I don't like the state of college athletics, especially football. Well, it, it right now, especially we didn't even we haven't even talked about this other than briefly last year, but this whole name likeness rights name image likeness, you, correct nil deals, yeah. and and yeah, basically it, basically you can buy players with it. It's just it's, and that, that's I mean I just remember doing that uh, update from Eugene last year where it talked about the, uh, who was it? It was Phil Knight. There was like three or four high boosters for for University of Oregon that were already starting their goals of how they were going to recruit players. Yeah. Essentially buy players. Yeah. And, and I mean, that was the, that was the the first sight of anything. And now it's just an all out, just what's this? Maybe that's why they need more money. Who knows? Because now they're not, yeah. Well, and you've it's, also got the transfer portal where people mm-hmm. just play a year and leave and play a year and leave and play. A, it's just a friend of mine said, it's just a more disorganized version of the NFL. And I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I think they're damaging their brand. I think they're damaging their product. Well, and I, and I and think it's all that, for short-term gains. Yeah. The, 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 the joy of, to, to me, the, the passion that is I, – I don't watch pro football. I've ne- I haven't watched pro football in probably 25, 30 years. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's I watch – it hasn't been that long. Exact, 
Yeah, I might. I mean, I haven't seen a Super Bowl in probably five years. That's and a, I mean, I'd still watch a Super Bowl. Yeah. And if I if that's, I'm sitting that's in a the bar only game dinner, I watch. Yeah, that's the only game I yeah, watch. And, yeah, and if I'm sitting in a usually I'm working, but if I'm sitting in a bar and there's a TV up, I'll watch a game. You know, I mean, it's like okay, it's on TV, but I'm also when my meal's over, I'm leaving. I'm not going to wait through the game yeah. because there's something special about college football and the passion that those kids have for the game. I agree. Um, I. I, I feel like when you're not getting paid, but you're paying it, playing it for the the genuine joy of the game, you're, you're hoping that you'll have your pay, play, you know, your payday when you get to the NFL. But you're working your ass off because you don't have the money yet. And like I said, I feel like they play with a little bit more genuine passion. Um, I I just think there's a lot more thrill in the game than there is with a bunch of prima donnas that play in the NFL. And if now as we're just going to, I mean, essentially they're turning college football into the USFL. That's all it is. Yeah, truly, truly. And there's actually have been talk of breaking football out away from college football or college athletics and making it kind of, yeah, there's been talks about that. It would basically be like a minor league. I was going to say we're going to have a farm team. Yeah. And hell, I might even be more okay with that, you know, because then you could set up, set up rules and everybody has to, everybody gets the same amount of money to spend. Yeah. That, that's the concern for me right now is with the way this is, this is going to go back to the idea that the rich universities are going to be able to buy the top tier talent and you're not going to have, you know, like when they had restrictions over how many uh, scholarships you could hand out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you brought, you got that parody. Yeah, and, and now it's essentially going to be who's got the most cash is going to win. Who can sell your likeness rights for the most money and and, and pimp you out or who's is going to win. Or who's willing to pay the most. Yeah. Period. And and, and I mean, I'm sorry, Phil Knight's always run University of Oregon like it's his own private NFL team, and now he truly can. Yeah. You know, I mean, the days of, of meeting uh, uh, what's-his-face. Um, help me here, Billy. What's uh, – Chip Kelly? Yeah. Uh, no, not Chip Kelly. Who's our buddy in, in Texas who uh, recruited? Um, oh, Willie Lyles? Willie Lyles, yeah. The days of Willie Lyles are gone. I mean, hell, you're just putting Willie Lyles on your staff now. Yeah. And you can just go down I there mean, and get what, those kids. So. Yeah. How many shoes do we need to give them? How, how, many, how many dollars do we need to give them? How many, mm. how many custom pairs of Nike shirts do we have to give them? Yeah. Anyways, so with that said and done, USC, UCLA, and the Big Ten, and kind of college athletics in general right now, especially football, you get this week's Jackass of the Week. I just don't like it. I'm still excited for the season this year. Oh, absolutely. But I I think, for one thing, I don't think Oregon State, we're not – I mean, I'm sure that the name likeness is coming into play. Yeah. But I don't feel like we're prostituting ourselves totally out just yet. I don't think so. But it's still, like I said, it still bothers me, and I can just, I can feel it wane. I can feel it start to, start to slip a little bit. So, we'll see what happens. All right, Beach. It is now time for our first musical interlude of season eleven. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you and I. You, you and I talked about this earlier today because we like to, as as you longtime listeners know, uh, we usually try to go with a theme for the music for the for the season. Uh, we've done uh, themes like hell. Yeah. Uh, we did themes. Didn't we do one for? Um, we did alcohol. 
yeah, we did movies, didn't we, one year? I think Songs so. from movies. And then we did ACDC. We did Van Halen. Uh, we did Queen. Yep. And um, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses, yeah. How many years? What season is this? 11. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Well, so you and I briefly talked uh, earlier today, and uh, I told you that I really wanted to go with the theme of fire. Fire, yeah. Cool. <laughs> fire, 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 fire. <laughs> fire. You should, this is where you cut in uh, Beavis right here going, fire, fire, fire. I already so, did. Uh, oh, see, and I didn't even hear it. I know. I'm talking too much. Because you talk too much. Damn it. Anyway, um, so uh, I so I, 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 I drew the, the long straw and I get a pick first. And uh, or it's the short, short straw. I don't know. Whichever one wins. Um, so you ready for my pick, Billy? Sure. Okay. So I, I, so this song I've, I've heard a long time, but really got into it probably about three or four years ago. My friend Brittany played it on a playlist when we were, uh, went to Alaska together and like, that's an awesome song. And like all of ourselves, we dig into a little deeper and you find out some interesting things about it. So this song is actually credited, uh, in the writing of it to a guy named Nanker Felge. Okay. What's interesting is Nanker Felge is actually the pseudonym that is used for all the tracks that are composed by the entire band of the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yeah. So rather than putting out Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and, and the rest, they just call themselves Nanker Felge. There's a story there, but I don't want to go too deep into the grass. Um, so, but this is an interesting song. So even though this song is credited to Nanker Felge, um, it only actually has two of the Rolling Stones play on it, uh, which is Mick Jagger and guitarist Keith Richards. Uh, the song was recorded late one night in January of 1965, so going back a little ways, uh, while the Stones were in Los Angeles recording with Phil Spector uh, at the RCA Studios. Isn't Phil, Phil Spector, did he die or is he in jail? He's in jail, isn't he? I don't think he's dead yet. Yeah, he should be dead. He's, didn't he kill somebody? Yeah, he shot some chick. Yeah, things happen. Anyway, so Richards was perform, uh, performed the song's acoustic guitar opening while Jagger, uh, Jagger handled the vocals oh. and a tambourine. He, died, he died January 16th, 2021. Okay, I thought he died. Yeah, he's dead. No, no, no great loss. So, because he was kind of a piece of crap. But... He wrote damn good music here. So, so Richards, Richards performed the acoustic guitar. Jang, uh, Jagger handled the uh, vocals and tambourine, which was enhanced with an echo chamber. Spectre actually played bass. And uh, a guy named Jack Nietzsche provided the song's distinctive harpsichord arrangement. And, and uh, it's a tam-tams? Not quite sure what a tam-tam is. Um, so, uh, the stones left for a tour of Australia the following day. Anyway, so the song's lyrics talk of a singer's relationship with a high society girl disparaging the lifestyle much in the same way that the 19th nervous breakdown would in a more up, uh, up tempo feel. The uh, title derives from the saying, if you play with fire, you will get burned. And so without further ado, uh, here is one of my favorite Rolling Stones songs, play with fire. Thank you. 
you've got your diamonds and you've got your pretty clothes and the chauffeur drives your car you let everybody know but don't play with me cause you're playing with fire your mother she's an heiress owns a block in St. John's Wood and your father be there with her if he only could but don't play You know, again, it's I, I usually try to when before I pick a song, I'll usually listen to it uh, to see if it's something that I think would fit uh, while you're driving down the road, listening to a podcast. Not quite sure if that this song falls into that realm, but it's still a great song. Yeah. So very much a uh, 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 like Vietnam, Vietnam era song is what it feels like. You know, you could hear it on uh, Freedom Rock. Is that Freedom Rock, man? <laughs> Yeah, man. We'll turn it up, man. Hey, man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, man. We'll turn it up, man. it all man 40 original rock hits by the original artist on four records three cassettes or two cds here's more in the white room with black curtains you see i've been through the desert on a horse with no name sunshine go away today get freedom rock too four records or three cassettes are only 19.95 two cds only 24.95 here's how to order 
Call toll-free 1-800-632-1700 or save COD fees by sending $19.95 for records or cassettes or $24.95 for compact discs. Plus $3 shipping to Freedom Rock, P.O. Box 1653, Greenville, Tennessee. You know, those only, people aren't going to know that commercial. Beach. I was going to say only two of our eight people in the audience are going to get that I joke. bet Kyle got it. <laughs> I bet you Kyle might get that. Well, maybe if Kyle cares, he'll send us an email on that one. Yeah, I don't know. But he's about the only one I can think of. <laughs> oh, Kyle got a new job, by the way. Did you see that? In, uh, is he not counting trees anymore? Uh, he won't be out in the field as much anymore. No, he won't be out in the field. He'll be pushing pencils in the office. So he's just dealing with other kinds of trees. Yeah, pretty much dead ones. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But anyways. Cool. All right. Well, what Good else? Call, Anything Beach. else? Well, Beach, yeah. Anything else? we are now going to look at the season, the upcoming season for the Beavs. Okay. Because you probably have no clue who the Beavs are playing this year. Not a clue. Other than I know our first game is Boise State. Yes. So, Beach, first game of the season, Saturday, September 3rd. They play Boise State in Corvallis at 7.30. Are we going to discuss our menus through this this little delve? Is that our goal? Why, yes, we are, Beach. Look, I called it. So, okay. um, mm-hmm. what are we going to be having on that game? Well, we're playing Boise State, the lovely state of Idaho, which is the gem state, by the way. Isn't it the gem state? Correct, Sorry. it is the gem state. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> The uh, uh, but also known, it's famous for potato land. Correct. So, uh, yeah. So uh, we're probably gonna have something with potatoes. Yeah, we're gonna do Idaho style nachos. Okay, I was gonna say, and hopefully something with cheese because I like cheese. Yes, yes, yes. So um, we'll have we'll do all bunch of different kinds of fries, and I think I'll probably bake some potatoes too on the Traeger, and then we'll have okay. all sorts of toppings for those. I was gonna do some pulled pork, some pulled chicken. Maybe some chili, cheese, sour cream, guacamole, pico, verde. Ah, verde. I know. Jalapenos, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. if you want to call them Idaho nachos or you want to call them Idaho and, and potato, poutine. And, and potatoes, we're going to do uh, like JoJo-style potatoes. We're going to do like waffle cut fries. Correct. And uh, crinkle cut. And uh, crinkle cut, yes. Yep. And, yeah. some, and some sweet potatoes. And some sweet potatoes. Mm, for the oh, and yeah. I actually, Jess has a student. He was a student last year whose uh, parents are from Idaho. And they mm-hmm. moved out here and they're coming to the game. They're going to come to the tailgater and I have to cook him a hot dog. So why do you have to cook him a hot dog? Because he doesn't like, okay. because he's excited to go to Miss Heinrich's tailgater tailgate party. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. in his mind, it's a, tailgate so you eat hot dogs oh so i said all right i'll get some hot dogs and cook them up for him so he's he's gonna have a special hot dog all right yep all right beach so that's that first game okay up up next uh september 10th at are we just are we just going through home games here or all the games we're gonna go through all the games next next up is september 10th at fresno (laughs) state at 7 30 and that okay. game's that game's not far away, Beach. Fresno isn't very far away. No, not at all. But I am not going to that game. I'll never go to Fresno again. Nope, screw that city. Yeah. So. Remember, I mean, they ran out of water. They only served beer. Mm-hmm. Crowd was irate. And then they did that freaking head chop. Who did they nail in that hit? Uh, Terrell. Uh, 
took him out. Of, he was out for the season, wasn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, they broke his leg. Because he he was uh, uh, he was returning a, a punt return, and ball never got there, and they just they just nailed him. It was brutal. Throw Roberts. Was, yeah, how many years ago was that? Um, that was in two thousand one. You know, we hold grudges a long time. I I I take grudges usually for life. So. Yeah, that was that was brutal. Yeah. Yep. No, I still. But anyway, anyways, yeah, so, so no, never go down there again. Nope. No desire. Okay. Up next beach the next week, September 17th. It's an away game, but kind of a home game at uh, 5 PM Montana mm-hmm. state at civic stadium or uh, <laughs> civic stadium. That's going back to the 1990s, eighties. What is it? PGE park. It's a PGE park. I thought PG dropped their uh, sponsorship of it a while back. Sheesh. This tells you how much we go to. Well, I mean. Okay. Now it's Providence Park. Okay. I don't want to lose my life. Yeah. It'll always be Civic Stadium to me. Absolutely. So, no, I don't want to lose my life or my car. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's a bad area of town. Yep. So. Well, actually, most usually from like. What would you say? North of Tigard, south of Vancouver, uh, east of Beaverton, west of Gresham. That whole area, really, really bad. Yeah, I just, I won't go in there. <laughs> I, I Driving through I-5 is bad enough. Yep. So, and I've got to work, so. Okay, well, I'm, I'll probably go over to the folks' house and, and dine over there and watch the game. Yep, so. Anyway, so, but anyways, because I know people keep asking, are you guys going to go to that game? And, and I hadn't bought tickets because I knew how understaffed we were. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I'm not going to be well, able to go. You imagine, you, you imagine if we put a tailgate out there, we'd have a line for like five blocks. We'd have a bunch of homeless people showing up. Exactly. exactly. All right. Then uh, the next week, Beach, September 24th, the uh, Pac-12 opener for the Beavs, USC. Now there's no kickoff time yet, and I have to say I'll just put this out here right now. When the B, when anyone in the Pac-12 plays USC or UCLA, I hope they hang sixty on them. Mm-hmm. If I hope we devalue, I, I hope we devalue their stock. Exactly. If you're up by forty and there's thirty seconds left and you're on the twenty yard line, you better try and score, and then go for two. Mm-hmm. Screw those guys. Every well, sport. And, 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 Every well, sport, and, bury them. Yeah, because, again, you're devaluing their stock every time. Yep. So they, they think they're taking their value and heading away, and hopefully by the end of the two seasons, they'll be like, going, well, you really aren't of the caliber that needs to be in the Pac-12 anyway, so good good riddance, and we'll find two other teams that will have a little more talent. Yep. So, so and, that and, game, at least we get rid of, and we get rid of Chip Kelly, so that'll be a win. Yeah. And uh, at that game, Beach, because uh, we always do it twice, we're going to be doing cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, love cheesesteaks. Now, I don't know what we're going to um, theme to L.A. Jess's suggestion is always Diet Coke and cigarettes. But we're going to do cheesesteaks <laughs> and something else. I don't know what. Then next uh, you week. Know, I was going to say something with I was going to say something with fake breasts, but I hear they actually have more breast reductions in L.A. now than than, than breast augmentations. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. All right, yeah. Beach. Up next, October 1st. 
at Utah. Ooh. Mormon funeral potatoes? At Utah. Oh, we're not going. Well, uh, if oh, we were sucks. going, I wouldn't be taking food with me. Yeah, yeah, we'd have yeah. to eat there. Yeah. And then you'd probably be going to um, to Cafe Rio. Correct. I'm not opposed mm-hmm. to going. I have a place I could stay. Do you? Yeah, Justin and I do. Kyle? Oh. I don't, though, huh? Why? <laughs> we can figure something out. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, right. uh, next week, the 8th of October at Stanford. Ooh, at Stanford. So we got a couple of away games so I can recover from uh, USC. Correct. Uh, okay, and then after Stanford? Uh, to, uh, October 15th, Washington State mm-hmm. in Corvallis. Ooh. You're correct. So, and so with that, that one... Means- that means we're going to be doing cheese. Cheese of some sort. Yeah, we'll have some Cougar Gold. We'll either be doing mac and cheese or possibly sliders. Hmm. We'll kind of figure it out. Yep. Mac and cheese on the sliders. It's kind of messy for a tailgater. Did you know that Panera has a mac and cheese sandwich? I didn't know that. You probably don't like yeah. that. Uh, not particularly. You don't, so. you don't like carbs on your cheesy carbs. Yeah, I don't like carbs on carbs. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny that way. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why you put breadcrumbs on top of pasta. It's yeah. Pasta. Yeah. But, All right, Beach. Anyway. Up next after that, October 22nd, back-to-back home games, Colorado. Ooh. Now, we hadn't really so, decided uh, on what we're doing for Colorado. Nobody, don't suggest Rocky Mountain Oysters because that's not going to happen. You don't even need to say it. Everyone always says that all the time. We're not doing freaking <laughs> testicles. But uh, we were I, thinking I, possibly bison burgers. Or that you know, was an interesting. Yeah, I liked your suggestion. Um, mm-hmm. My suggestion being? Um, well, the uh, restaurant chain known as Chipotle actually opened up in Denver in 1993. Yeah. Chipotle's home is Colorado. And in 1995, Qdoba opened in Denver. Did you know that? I, I I did know that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of amazing that two of the major players in the what would you call that fresh mex kind of fresh mex kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Are are both out of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we could do some kind of like taco bar. Mm-hmm. I like a taco bar. Mm-hmm. So um, I was going to see, I was going to see where Baja Fresh was founded. I, I was curious on Baja Fresh. You know, what's uh, interesting. They were is... actually founded in 1990. Really? Older. Yeah. yeah. But they were founded in Newberry Park, California. Did you know? Um, so uh, what happened was McDonald's was the first one to uh, jump on the bandwagon and they invested heavily into Chipotle. Um. And then Wendy's didn't want to be left behind, so they invested heavily into Baja Fresh. Yeah. And Baja Fresh was such a bad decision for them. And, and I, I like Baja Fresh, don't get me wrong. But financially, the the expansion didn't take off the way they had hoped and not the way Chipotle did. And it hurt Wendy's so bad financially that they ended up having to merge with Arby's in order to survive. Yeah, so 2002, Wendy's purchased Baja Fresh for $275 million. Mm-hmm. In 2006, Wendy sold 
Baja Fresh for 31. Yeah, killed him. Hey, yeah. you want you want to you want to look at something really interesting? When so when McDonald's divested themselves of their investment in Chipotle, Chipotle went public. Mm-hmm. That year that McDonald's did that, they made millions on it. Really? And then Chipotle and then Chipotle stock still continued to rise. Really? So, yeah, yeah. And they do still have a relationship because I believe uh I believe uh all of Chipotle's distribution is still done through uh, McDonald's. So I believe they use McDonald's distribution network, which actually makes sense because McDonald's has such a solid, you know, national, like really a global distribution network. So rather than have to start it from scratch, you just add another truck and another trailer and add it to the route. So, yeah, but uh, you already built in. All right. So what's what we're talking about doing is some kind of like Mexican bar of some sort. Taco bar, burrito bar, probably not burritos, nacho bar, something like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then they've actually got a bye week for the okay. 29th. And then on the 4th of November, which is a Friday, they play at Washington at 730. They already know it's a 730 game? Yeah, because it's on a Friday. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Why do we have just something to break up the monotony? Because all their games are on TV, and that one's already been picked up for a Friday night. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I, we don't have tickets for that, but maybe we'll have to go up to that one. I, I'd be willing to take a drive up there with you. Yeah. All right, Beach. So, uh, there are only a couple games left. November. I don't think have – we, have we been to Husky Stadium since they renovated it? I don't think we have. No, because they got rid of the moat, right? Yeah. Did we go once? I don't remember I don't if we've recall. been since. I don't think we've been there since they got rid of the moat. I think I we talked about it. Yeah, I don't think we've been there. I don't think we've been there. Yeah. All right. We'll have to go. All right. Uh, next up, November 12th, Cal in Corvallis. Sausage Fest. Sausage 2022. Fest. 2022. Correct. Then the next week, November 19th, at Arizona State in Phoenix. What did we decide for Arizona State? Oh, add Arizona State. Never mind. Correct. Strike that. Sorry. Sorry. I was getting a little excited there. I know. And then on November 26th, Civil War, Oregon in Corvallis, we're doing cheesesteaks. Do we have a time yet on that game? No. Okay. No. But we always do cheesesteaks twice. Yep. We always do them for Oregon or Washington, whichever game is in Corvallis, and then one other (laughs) game. Because we know cheesesteaks is... A fan favorite, so. Yep. Some people live for that. It's their whole year, all yep. all in one. Yep. So, and I had some people asking us where we are going to be. So we are in section one nineteen, and that's on the. So how? Is that? We're, we're basically sitting yeah, almost direct. It's almost directly over from where our old seats were, but just on the other okay. side. So we're section 119, row 17 and 18, and seats 1, 2, 3, and 4 in both sections. So we've got 4 and 4 stacked. It, it's so, you know, I at the end of last season, it was just so kind of surreal because it's like, it, it's not so much that we lost our, our seats for a year. I mean, you can go through a year and not, not be 
too upset about it. Yeah. But the fact is that the people sitting around us, we've had sitting around us for some of them 20 years. Yeah. And, and some, some more we, than that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when we come back, we're not going to have the receivers anymore. They're I not going to be sitting there. I know. It's going to be weird. And, yeah. And it just, you know, it's, it, and a grin. And like I tell people, I'm like, you know, I see those people like five or six times a year. I don't see some family members for <laughs> more than three times a year. Exactly. You know? So exactly. it's like these people are closer to me than some of my family. Yeah. So anyway, but how, um, how you feeling? Yeah. How are you feeling yeah. about the season, Beach? You know, again, I this 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 whole buying and selling of of your name and likeness. Um, I just don't know how it's going to impact this game. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, I think when you give people, I, I'm a commissioned salesperson, so I eat what I kill, right? Mm-hmm. So I, if if I don't sell anything, I don't make any money. I, I'm essentially paid by my performance. Mm-hmm. These kids are going in there and they're getting paid before they even perform. Yeah. And, and, may, and maybe that's not the case. Maybe that's not how their contracts work. I don't know how this, this stuff is is playing out. But if it does play out that way, then I feel like you have the same problem in college football that you do in pro football, which is that you have a lot of prima donnas. Yeah. And I, I got I got paid and my performance doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and and again, I could be wrong on that. It's just I, I have a big problem with you being rewarded before you have produced a, 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 a anything. To a value. Yeah. Well, I just I haven't paid a lot of attention to off season or preseason stuff. What's going on with the players? Just because, like I said, I've been kind of soured on things. So we'll see how it goes. I think the Beavs have a shot at another bowl game. I, I do too. I mean, I think Jonathan Smith has been building this thing up over the last few years, and he's been doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And I I think if you continue to to and again, we're we're not the USC's, we're we're not the UCLA's, we're not the Oregon's. We're we don't have the 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 climate the 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 cities and the entertainment uh the weather uh the facilities that that draw a lot of a-tier talent to us and you just mm-hmm. got to realize corvallis isn't going to pull a-tier talent all the time you might get lucky once in a while yeah but i think with the talent we can pull with the 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 the, the facilities that we can offer i think we have the ability to make a, a darn good team that's a competitive team that that can win on any given Saturday or Friday, yep. as the case may be. I agree, and I think people are going to so, be really surprised by how far along they're coming on that stadium. Yeah, Greg's been sending us those pictures, and it's it's looking cool. It's moving along. I sure wish they, yeah, I sure wish they could have got it done quicker. How big is that freaking screen going to be? It's going to be big. It's going to be big. Is it bigger than Oregon's? So that was my question. That was when I first saw it. I'm like, so is that screen bigger than Oregon's? And if it is, what's the over under on Oregon putting in a bigger screen next season? Because those guys they're have gonna, screen gonna, envy. I was going to say they're going to tack on an extra foot of LCD on the top and program it in. So <laughs> let's see if I can figure out how big it's going to be. Let's see. Um, let's see. So it's going to be. 150 feet wide by 45 feet high. 
So it's you know, all going to be LCD. Than, the square footage of that is bigger than most people's houses. Yeah. So it's, 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 and I think it's all, I don't know if it's LCD or LED or whatever it is. Approximately 6,750 square feet. Jeez. 6.3 individual, 6.3 million individual pixels. What do you, do you think when one of them goes bad, do you just have to rub it? Do you think it'll come back? <laughs> I don't know. Let me see how big the Autzen Stadium screen is. See if I can find it. Okay. Oh. Oh. So their board. Let's see the new screen. Theirs is 186 by 66. But is that. Well, that's bigger because it was 150 by 45. Um, 12,276. Yeah, but I'm trying to see. I didn't say. I, I don't know if that's all screen or if that includes, because I, I can't remember when we were there, Beach. Does that include any? Uh, um, is there um, any permanent ads on that or is it all screen? I think there's permanent ads on there. Because it looks, from what the bees look like, it's all screen. Yeah, no, it looks like one big ribbon screen kind of thing. Yeah. So let me take a look. Um, I'm looking at a picture of it. So what was what was Oregon State's measurements again? 150 by 45. So this says the video board allows fans to see an image across the screen's entire 150-foot width. The board also allows a split screen replays, real-time statistics, graphics, and sponsor messages. So they'll be able to break it up into different parts. Okay, I'm looking at Oregon's screen here. And so this is back in 2020. Oregon planning biggest video board in college football, new sound system at Odson. Um, yeah, the Oregon State one looks bigger, but I think Oregon State looks bigger because it sits right on the – on the end where Oregon's is up on that uh, structure. Yeah. It's kind of lifted up. Yeah. Where I think Oregon States looks like it's mounted right to the top of the build or top yep. of the of thing. Yeah. It's not mounted yeah. over it. Um, it yeah. says they're also installing 1,750 square feet of led displays throughout the stadium. Okay. So they're going to have like ribbons and stuff down below. Yeah. 174 foot by three foot video board on the North side of the stadium. Others will be installed prior to the start of the 2023 season said it was the $12 million project, which is what, that's what Oregon, Oregon's cost at Austin. Yeah. yeah. It was $12 million. I'm just seeing, but Oregon's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Oregon is one thing, but it looks like they typically break it up where the, the video's in the middle and then they have uh, information on the left and right. Yeah. And they do have advertisements taking up some of that space yeah. too. I wonder if Oregon State would be the same. From the pictures know. that I saw of the Oregon State, it almost looked like it was, uh, Almost like a, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, like, um, shoot. Uh, I, I keep wanting to say Omnimax, but that's not. Uh, IMAX? Uh, IMAX, yeah. Like I not like an IMAX yeah. view. Just uh, I, just, I just hope it's uh, got good resolution. Yeah. So. Anyways, I want to thank everyone to listen to show number 175 of Illegal Participation. Remember, if you have a comment, suggestion, or ask a question, HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com. Remember, listen and subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And Beach. Billy. 
ready to get another season going. Good, I'm stoked. I gotta go start. I, I gotta start doing some. Uh, the trailer's all cleaned out and everything's ready to go. Now I just need to go buy groceries. Gotcha. I, I'm just stoked for the third. I can't. It can't come soon enough. Yep. So. so, anyways, until next week. Here's a great big go beans. Man, what's on the menu and stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. I'm just going to fake it. I'm doing <clears> I'm raw dog in this bitch, okay? So you're faking it, and you, so you're going to take it from your last girlfriend. Yep. <clears throat> All right, you ready? Okay. Including seven. I don't like how they say that, so I'm not going to say that. We're going to edit that part out. Edit that part out. Okay. <laughs>